What's up, everybody? Joseph back with another episode of DFW Creatives, where I shine a spotlight on Dallas-Fort Worth creatives I find inspiring. My special guest today is Susie O uh, of SusieDrinks.com and Susie Drinks on uh, Instagram. Hey, hi. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, Susie is a cocktail, spirits, and travel journalist. So Thank excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. Absolutely. Very honored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've been following your work for years. Uh, we, and we, we have known each other for years. That's yeah, pretty wild. <laughs> like a two, three, something like that? More than that, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go way back. We never yeah. would admit it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We went to elementary together. I pulled on your hair. <laughs> you were that kid? <laughs> I know. Uh, so I've been following your work for a while. You're always traveling, uh, tasting the best drinks. Uh, mm -hmm. The photos are just mouth-watering that I see on your Instagram. Coming and... from you, that's a huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Good photography. I, I like it, despite, you know, I am the best. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It, great stuff. Uh, I love I love what you're doing. Uh, Thank you. We lean into what we do well. I don't think I could capture lightning to save my life. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's really tough. You'll never do it. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I love what you do. I, I, I'm always like, just I see your stuff in my, consistently in my Instagram, and I'm like, mmm, that looks delicious. Oh, that's good to hear the Instagram algor algorithm hasn't stolen me from you then. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Instagram. Don't get me started on that. We won't. <laughs> so I want to ask you a couple things. Uh, how'd you get started? How, how did Susie Drinks get started? Oh, this is one of my favorite stories. Um, I got out of SMU and was kind of a little bit lost in my first job. I was doing PR and marketing for an organic skincare company. Company was successful and I was doing very well in the job but a lot of my friends had moved away after school and so I was looking for um, a bit of a hobby that would be productive and I was having a margarita with my dad one day at I will never forget this at the Gaylord in their little Tex-Mex spot in the middle of the atrium I don't even know if it's still there I should probably go and have a celebratory drink at some point and um, think back on it but my dad and I were sharing a margarita and he basically said, well, what are we going to do? If you're bored, let's, let's think about it. And we spitballed for a little while and he looked at me as serious as day and said, well, if you really want a hobby that's going to be productive, do what you do well, drink and write. I, right. to this day don't, <laughs> I to this day don't know how serious he was, but I'm proud to say that I've done something with it. Um, he came back to me a few years later and he said, okay, well, you did that. <laughs> Where does it go from here? And I said to him again, sort of joking this time. And I said, well, if I could just travel for free, that'd be fantastic. And here I am now writing about travel and getting to travel for what I do, which, um, you know, they say thoughts become things and putting out into the universe has kind of achieved that, which has been incredible. And very lucky to be writing about the things that I love, travel, spirits, cocktails, the amazing people in, our, in, in the hospitality industry here in Dallas and across the United States and internationally. It's really, really incredible to see um, what I do be extrapolated to what it is now. Um, and I remember the, the very first one I ever wrote up, I, oh man, goodness, I was 22. And I thought it was clever to be like, let's rate how strong these drinks are. <laughs> and looking back, that is not what you should be focusing on. And um, I, I've definitely changed the tenor of what I do. I mean, God help us all, it's been 10 years. Um, but I've changed the tenor of what I do, and now it's a little bit more um, educational, I like to think. Um, I have the 
honor of getting to write a cocktail highlight every week for The Observer, which gives me the chance to really talk about cool things people are doing, highlight neat stuff. Next week, I get to write about um, a charity event that happens to have a cocktail that's going to be highlighting it. So helping people here and there and uh, just kind of pursuing what I love, which is getting to have a nice little cocktail here and there and talking about people doing great things. What a life. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Jeez. Uh, that's another thing that I'm actually finding quite inspiring about you is like you you're traveling everywhere mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's it is a dream. I think it's it's probably top five for a lot of people like what what would you do with your life if you could be doing anything? Well, I would travel and uh, and for work. And so right. I, I find that very inspiring. But you also connect with a lot of people mm -hmm. and you touched on your your informative the journalist part uh, going to your website. You list the, like, the ingredients to the drinks. And uh, it's very informative. It's educational, actually. Thank so there's you. a was... lot of layers. A lot of work goes into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I've gotten a little bit less focused on the educational part. And after a conversation I had with somebody last month that I ran into Kentucky in Kentucky that I know, um, I realized I kind of need to get back to my roots a little bit. And you guys can, I hope, expect that from me a bit more, putting a more educational uh, tilt on things and making sure that not talking over anybody's head because we're all here just to have fun and learn and yeah it actually um if anybody follows me you have no doubt seen my thirty thousand foot cocktails um which is my new favorite thing to do anytime i go on a trip you mentioned that i travel quite a bit and um my new in indicator if i'm on the way out to another trip i will now make a cocktail on a plane that's indicative of that region and it has been just a blast. So really? the next That's time you guys cool. are on a flight, yeah. take a picture out the window, tag 30,000 foot cocktails. <laughs> I'd love to see them. Yeah, yeah, that's super, that's super cool. I'm sure you get a lot of attention from that just on the air, airplane. Oh goodness, uh, it's fantastic. And I should have a little disclaimer here that technically you can't take alcohol on a plane, so don't do that. <laughs> yes, don't try this at home kids or on the, on the plane kids. So you have SusieDrinks.com and uh, Susie Drinks on Instagram. Those are your two main places where people can find you. Oh, I always ask, <laughs> what, what was your first post on Instagram? Oh, goodness. Uh, it's really funny you ask because just this week I was chatting with a friend of mine who was a little frustrated with how his Instagram is looking and decided that to make himself feel better, he'd go look at my first post which I'm trying to get to <laughs> to see exactly what year oh, it was. Are you looking on there? I got to um, see <laughs> But um, basically he said, I went back to look and see where you started to see how much growth I potentially had, um, which is a little <laughs> bit humbling. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we think, all started somewhere. Let's see where Susie started and see how far she's come. But, um, you know, I, I made the joke to him. I was like, nobody's ever going to start out perfect. But then we all decided to scroll to the end of my Instagram madness and i want to say it was 2010 but i might just be totally lost there uh, but my first post was a group of food writers we decided that we were all kind of doing the same thing yep december 13th 2010 wow you're my very the, first post one of the first um, adopters yeah i was an og <laughs> instagram filtery too remember those OG? oh yeah yeah let's let's get a little word picture of what you're seeing there just a it's, it's actually a picture of a somebody's picture. camera. <laughs> um, it's a picture of somebody's digital camera screen. It's 
awful. And I edited it and added a filter and a as frame, you, and <laughs> because that's what we did. On yeah, that's yeah, that's the what day. the OG of Instagram really was. It was how many filters and frames can we put on this? Um, but it's it was the first time. I mean, I'd say we even predated a lot of meetups. Uh, we decided that since we were all doing the same thing, we'd have a drink at Vickery Park. I don't know if anybody remembers Vickery Park, but um, I think Bar Stellar's there now. A long time ago. Yeah, so back in the day. Um, loved going there. It was very chill, but we decided to just go have a drink and commiserate about what we think we've done. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at the picture now, I really, um, I'm sure you guys follow Food Bitch, Ask Food Bitch on Instagram. She's wonderful. She's in the picture, and then... Um, Dallas Socials is in the picture, and then everybody else, I think, has moved away or changed yeah. changed direction, but um, really incredible to look back and see how far um, we've come, and my friends got a few laughs on my behalf the other night looking through some of our original pictures. Um, there are definitely some unfortunate ones if you have, you know, an idle hour somewhere, Yeah, that's <laughs> and you want to make fun of me, go look, go look at some of the first ones, and you can see, you know, how far we've all come. <laughs> That actually is a, is a pretty good post for the first one because it kind of like uh, foreshadows where you were going from there on out. You know, I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, I think mine's like some shoelaces on the middle of a street or something like that. So kudos to to that. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so, I think one of the one of the others in the first week, I have a, a Smirnoff ice that we uh, we're going to try and catch somebody with. <laughs> oh, smear. Again, how far we've come. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think you've grown as an artist from, from going from here to there to, to, to now? From, well, I hope, from I there hope it's to okay now. that I cuss in this, but I give a shit now. Um, before I just kind of did it as my life went along. And now I dedicate time to getting the right picture and to getting the right drink to feature. And, you know, it's not just idly documenting things it is making sure that i'm giving you guys good information good inspiration good fun um trying to just get to know you guys a little bit more and you know again getting back to the education point but giving you guys something to learn and grow on because cocktails are a beautiful art and it's wonderful whenever you can appreciate them they really are, and uh, the, the, the photographs are, are beautiful that you have on your website uh, and your Instagram. Thank uh, you. The, the content really helps, <laughs> you know, especially in an image-based uh, social you know, platform like Instagram where, like, the image is everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can tell, like, you, you give a shit, if you will. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's just a, there's a lot of uh, great information, good photos. Uh, and then, but everybody, everybody, I've run a, we've, run into each other on a few gigs and mm -hmm. I don't the dirty word influencer oh uh, you did it <laughs> I did it I went there uh, we but we've run into each other and everybody seems to like you personally too so which I think is, is a great that's delightful to hear <laughs> well almost everybody there was this one no I'm kidding no everybody seems to really like you um and uh and there, I see people asking you questions, and I'm like, ah, I got to do a podcast on her. I got to ask her questions, cool. I, too. I do appreciate that. I um, I would love to think everybody loves me. I've done my best to be kind. Well, I think I think uh, maybe, you know, the, the likes, the love or whatever, um, I don't mean to uh, taint that or belittle that. or, or um, I mean, it just like they respect you. 
I think they respect you and uh, you, no matter who they are, whether you know them or they're just asking you questions, you know, in general, dumb ones, <laughs> good ones, good, you know. There you, are no dumb questions. Uh, yes, there are. Said someone <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, no. Uh, no, but you, you're just like, you're just always super professional and you, you, you do love what you do. You do, you know, do really care. And I, I really, I really like people like that. So I noticed that What's stuff. What's not to love? I mean, I, I, from time to time, get paid to drink and travel and... The dream. The dream. Um, and, and you did say that earlier. It is, it is the dream. Uh, but what you guys don't see is after I go and do all this research and take these pictures and make these travel guides for you, I'm up till two or three in the morning working because, you know, I do the work during the day and then have to come home and make the money at night. So... Um, while it does seem like the dream, I'm tired a lot. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's a very uh, rewarding opportunity to be tired for those reasons. It's a lot of hard work. You put a lot of hard work into it, and it shows. Um, so I also want to talk about uh, the, 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 how you um, – uh, let me rephrase that. Um, I'll just go simple. So what are your some what are some of your favorite drinks? Oh, oh goodness. Uh to, I you know, I love my favorite question to get and by that that's totally totally sarcastic. Um my quote unquote favorite question to get is what's your favorite bar? Cuz that one, oh goodness, it depends on what day it is, what time it is, who you're with, if you're hungry, if you feel like talking to people, if you know the bartender's there, if you've had just a long friggin' day. Um but it changes minute to minute. I enjoy being certain places in Dallas. I enjoy being in certain places in other cities. Um, but the, the, the bottom line is if you can just find somewhere that you can relax and be yourself, that's, I don't care what drink I have in my hand, I'm happy to be there. Um, you know, I can, I can be that girl that wants the tiki drink with 85 pieces of garnish on it. And me too. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, tiki's an, gorgeous gorgeous way of drinking I love it um but I can also be the girl that walks in and gets a shot of whiskey and a beer um and it just it depends on again who you're with I think so much in life depends on that um if you have good people with you I could be drinking Malort and be happy don't ever buy me Malort by the way people (laughs) (laughs) um I'm kicking myself why didn't I bring a a glass for us to join and to enjoy right now uh, brought a Fun little thing for us to drink on. I know. All Sounds right. like we're just going to have to do it again. <laughs> N- yeah, next podcast at a bar. All right. So um, I'll bring the blankets because we're going to be there for a while. Um, yeah, uh, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the prettiest drink? You said the, the, the tiki. I love tiki drinks. Yeah, I, I did really kind of touch on the tiki, and, and they're so much fun. Uh, there's, it's just such a whimsical opportunity, and, you know, it bridge, or started off with escapism. People wanted to get away and having the idea that you're out on a beach with you know sand under your toes that that's that's the whole point of tiki that's one of the ways that it really came about is people looking for that escapism um i the vacation drink yes there you go um and there i'm sad to say the the only (laughs) bar we have in dfw right now is in arlington and God, I'd love to just live there. <laughs> if you guys haven't been to Fort Kahuna's, make sure you pop out there. What is Lounge Here? Lounge Here does a tiki night. They do a great job. Um, there are a lot of places that do a tiki night, um, and they do a good job with it. Um, 
but Four Kahunas is our only real legitimate tiki bar. Um, I heard rumblings that there was going to be one opening, I think, in Fort Worth soon. Woo-hoo. So fingers crossed someone opened one in Dallas for me that I can Uber to for under $8 and I'll be devastatingly happy. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <clears throat> um, but I, I love a tiki drink, but if I am just trying to unwind a little bit, like I said, I'll, I'll go for a shot of old granddad and a little Miller High Life pony. I'm very happy with that. But um, if I'm looking to just feel a little fancy, I love a Gibson. Uh, basically, uh, you're looking at a martini good. with onions mm. and... Some people just get them out of the jar, and that's great. But anybody who's going to be creative and be thoughtful about making house-made onions, you contact me. I will come see you now. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the evolution of drinks or cocktails or uh, spirits? All the things that you uh, review with Instagram and it becoming uh, more visually appealing to get that, uh, to captivate people to go there. Proud, inspired, glad. Um, I think... I mean, in the last 15 years, we have seen a huge difference. Obviously, I didn't, I wasn't part of it 15 years ago, but um, especially Texas and Dallas in the last nine, 10 years since I've started doing this, um, I don't think it's just me that's evolved. I think the city has evolved. Um, Our first, like, fun little cocktail spot um we saw eddie lucky campbell doing stuff about 10 years ago and really starting to yeah he he does he does great work um parliament like just so many he's so good yeah um but i mean he he had a place downtown called the chesterfield which Mm, um them and cedar social were some of our first ones really focusing on the art of it and the process of it um i think they've done a really fantastic job kind of getting that moving. And I think cocktails on the whole in the last 10 years across the United States have really um, been very strong. And, you know, the industry as a whole is proud to see this. Uh, People are starting to appreciate things more. You're seeing, um, you know, a lot of local distilleries and um, breweries pop up, which is fantastic. It gives us an opportunity to really, quote unquote, shop local. Uh, My favorite local is Balcones. I think they do an absolutely incredible job. They're down in Waco. If you have the chance to visit, do it. Um, they're making some really beautiful stuff. And then, um, you know, Garrison Brothers down in High Texas, they're doing some great stuff too. So we're not just seeing an evolution in the cocktail industry in Texas. We're also seeing an evolution in the spirits that we're getting to use. And they're not new companies. They're just continuing to do things well and being innovative, which we love to see. Um, but, I mean, if, if you look around now, we have – so many places doing cocktails just incredibly well and thoughtfully. Uh, you even have some dive bars that you walk into. Black Swan's the perfect example. It's, oh, it's a quote-unquote dive oh, bar. That's a great but place. But you walk in, and the people behind the bar can hand you that shot in a beer, or they can make you the most amazing daiquiri you've ever had. The bubble structure's perfect. The parts are perfect. Everything's incredible because they have the art of the classic cocktail, which I think a lot of places in Dallas are respecting a lot and um, innovating on their own stuff, but then um, offering those classics and helping that education come out. Um, My mom always joked that before she was 10, she knew how to make a Tom Collins. And that's because that was ingrained in them. Like their parents came over or their grand or their parents' friends came over and the kids would be in charge of making the cocktails. And I think that's something, well, <laughs> while the government might not frown upon us not knowing what a Tom Collins is at 10, 
uh, it kind of gives us a little bit more of a learning curve after 21, going back and learning those classics and seeing where they came from. If you really respect the idea of the evolution of the cocktail and where they came from and the origins of each of these. I know I um, very briefly touched on the Sazerac that was created in New Orleans. There's a book called The Proper Drink that really does an incredible job of talking you through the history and evolution of cocktails, where they came from, who first made them, where the first written example of one was. Um, getting to just read some of that history is really incredible and getting to see that it's, it's not something new. You know, five years ago, everybody thought the old fashioned was like the new thing. And it's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> it is not at I all. I love me an old fashioned. Oh, they're where, so fantastic. Where's the best old fashioned in, in Dallas, Fort Worth or Texas? Oh, my gosh, Joseph, you had to ask me that. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of like Parliament's again. Parliament is great Lucky. smoked old fashioned. A lot of people are doing a really great smoked old fashioned now. But an old fashioned has become something that is so customizable that agreed yeah and and they're so customizable that you have to know exactly how you like it it's like coffee now if you want cream sugar etc what kind of sugar what kind of cream um so whenever you're making an old-fashioned my favorite one always has demerara syrup in it which is made with sugar in the raw instead of refined sugar um and then i really enjoy like a walnut bitters in there just to give mm. it a little bit more depth Again, I'm thirsty. Um, <laughs> and if I'm really feeling a little crazy, I go to a Reposado tequila, the Patron Reposado tequila old fashioned. Pretty much anywhere is going to just be killer. Um, but playing playing with not just your ingredients in that um, sugar and bitters wise, but spirits wise also gives us a chance to really have those be customized. So I would suggest the next time you go into a bar before you order an old fashioned, start thinking about how you want to customize it. I mean, it's... It's a way that you can kind of give yourself some identity. It's it's the new triple venti, you know, light foam, extra heat, extra room Starbucks drink is, I think, what the old fashioned has become. It gives us the chance to kind of like have a little bit of personality in our cocktails. I totally agree. And uh, now just thinking about like what you're doing on, you know, your website and Instagram, you, you, you're sharing stuff, but you're also making it fun. And I think that, uh, and customizable, like you said, all the things you just touched on. And uh, for someone like me who's never been, never was really a cocktail guy, yeah, I'm from Fort Worth, I'm like, oh, beer, beer, beer. There's but, some uh, great cocktail bars in Fort Worth, too. This amazing <laughs> cocktail. I love, represent Fort Worth, yo. Oh, yeah. If you guys are over in Fort Worth and you're listening, pop over to Proper. They do some fun pop-ups good every place. once in a while. Great Very place. Good place. Um, Thompson's Bookstore does a really great job, too. I haven't been there, but I've, I need to go there. Well, heck, the last time I went, I ran into Harrison Ford. So. <gasps> oh, what? you know what? I, I <laughs> nudge, saw nudge, that. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, I mentioned Cynthia Smooth earlier. I think she was out there with Harrison Ford. But, uh, yeah, hey. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just fun now. Uh, and I, I love that with the social media and what you're doing, uh, it's just the, I, I think it's an exciting time personally mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it, it is customizable and you don't have to be intimidated by, you know, this classic menu. I always thought cocktails was like a bunch of, you know, old men, you know, smoking cigars <laughs> in like some high ass Ritz hotel, you know, and, and I you, will say that the bar in the Ritz here does a great job too. Great. Another <laughs> great place. Go see Comic-Con at the, at Fairings at the Rattlesnake Bar. He'll make Ooh. you a really fantastic cocktail. <laughs> they have that, uh, that uh, prickly pear cactus oh, yeah. Yeah. Dry, with dry eyes. Oh, so good. And the presentation. Ooh, that's so nice. Well, I mean, to, to your point, yes. Um, cocktails have really become a little more attainable. Um, 
And that's, that's one of the things that I've been so proud to say that, you know, I, I hope, I've hope I've been able to do, um, giving people a little bit of background. I mentioned my weekly observer article and, you know, I, I like to now find things that maybe this is a weird ingredient someone's using, or here's a spirit that we haven't talked about yet. And this is where it comes from. And this is why it's interesting. Um, just trying to find little elements of education in each of the things that I write about kind of giving the opportunity to, you know, help everybody else appreciate what I appreciate. Um, and they always say those who can't do teach, well, I'm a real crap bartender. Let me just say that. I <laughs> have never been good. I don't ever pretend to act like I'd be able to get behind a bar and sling drinks. If you want a beer, I can do that. If you want a shot, I can do that. But don't ask me to make a cocktail for you. Um, because well, I'm not going to do well. So the opportunity for me to help people appreciate what our bartenders are doing also I think is great for me um, just because I know I'm not good at it and most of us wouldn't be. So kind of giving some of the glory to the people that are doing such innovative things and different things. And You're an um, enthusiast. You're, <laughs> you're a campaigner, promoter. You're, there you go. You're sharing your love of it, and I, I love it. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on. I couldn't be more honored to be here. Thank you so much. Guys, I'm going to sh- put uh, the links uh, to all of her stuff in uh, transcript of this. Until next time, stay creative.